<laughs> Get ready to be inspired by a remarkable guest who is revolutionizing the world of filmmaking. It is with great pleasure that we introduce you to Tatiana, an LGBTQ plus filmmaker whose creative talents are driving positive change. Tatiana's passion lies in using her artistic abilities to shed light on important topics and amplify the voices of marginalized communities. With unwavering dedication to inclusivity and acceptance, she fearlessly tells stories that touch the hearts of viewers and challenge societal norms. Through her films, Tatiana sparks conversations, encourages empathy, and open minds. She explores the beauty of resilience, love, and standing up for what is right, leaving a lasting impact on audiences of all backgrounds. Today, we have the privilege of diving into Tatiana's creative journey. Join us as we uncover the inspiration behind her work, the challenges she has faced, and the meaningful impact she strives to make. Welcome, Tatiana, to A Crazy Beautiful Life, where your storytelling and commitment to positive change will undoubtedly captivate and inspire us all. Oh my welcome. goodness, thank you. That was such a warm welcome. Yeah, well, you deserve it. Wow, thank you. How are I'm you? I'm so honored. I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. happy to be here. Well, yeah. I'm happy you're here. You drove all the way out from Long Beach yeah. to this beautiful park of in course. LA. So I appreciate you making the drive. Of course. Um, we have a few questions. Um, I know I went and saw your premiere, um, Born This Way. And I loved it. You made me cry. I'm a very emotional person, but I was crying. Um, me personally, I like firsthand had that experience with the church and being gay. Mm. And it's sloppy. But, yeah. And to see Christians, because you identify as a Christian, right? Yeah. To see Christians who are sparking the conversation um, and that it's okay to have a faith and also love who you love. It's so important, especially right now. Nobody talks about faith and <laughs> being gay. So thank you for bringing that conversation. No, I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much for saying that. I, uh, yeah, it's, it hasn't been easy, you know, to talk about. And as much as I do talk about it, I feel like, oh, it'll get easier. And, you know, um, but no, because it's so, um, I guess in a way controversial because you know there are people who are gay and really dislike religion and there's people who are religious and they really like dislike gay people and trying to collide those two worlds and get yeah. like equal understanding from both parties is very uh i don't know like a um they're so different from each other that it's just sometimes it's hard for them to like intertwine as one yeah <laughs> you know how did you approach a storytelling process to effectively convey the message of spreading awareness about discrimination against LGBTQ plus individuals in our community. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I know we're starting off strong here. So honestly, my professor told me that uh, there's no better story to tell than your own. And that, you know, you can't tell a story that you don't know. And so when I heard that, I thought to myself, well, what story do I want to tell? You know, what do I want to talk about? You know, because I had this opportunity to pitch um, this project to a panel of people um, for potentially getting funding, you know, to, to make a short film. Mm -hmm. And so 
as this opportunity arised, I was like, I think I want to tell my story. And I'm so happy I did um, because it felt like it was one of those things that was really scary to do, but I knew that it could make a big difference in people's lives. Um, so I decided to to embark on that journey and, and tell my story. And I'm really glad I did because it was selected. And I, I think wow. it's because it was so different and a voice mm -hmm. that people maybe don't hear that often. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're giving me the chills already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, can you share a specific moment or experience in your filmmaking journey that solidified your commitment to using your creative abilities for positive change and am amplifying the voices of marginalized people? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so honestly, I feel like a lot of the stories that I tell are... I, I definitely go for the more like inspirational, you know, the underdog takes over like kind of stories because I feel like those are always so exciting to see. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I relate to those outcasts and those people who maybe don't fit right into the box in society. Um, so I, those are my favorite stories to tell. Um, but I, I'd say when it comes to filmmaking specifically, um, there's this one story that I made that kind of was the catalyst to everything I started to make. And it was called When I Heard in Color, which was a cool, I thought it was a cool title. <laughs> um, and it was about somebody who is deaf. And um, basically, they go through this experience where they're being outcasted in society. And there's somebody who, you know, they don't speak sign language, but they showed them acts of kindness throughout the film without even being able to like effectively communicate with each other and um it was crazy because there's this part where the film goes from black and white to color and i was watching it on the big screen because i entered it into a film festival competition and this woman behind me she it turns like from black and white to color and the woman behind me goes wow mm. and she didn't know me like there was no bias or anything she just was watching my art on the big screen and just like literally was taken back by it and i think from that moment on i realized that my stories that i'm telling um can have an impact on people and can touch people so deeply that it could even change the way they think about things and so i knew that stories like that were the kinds that i wanted to continue to tell and like to shape people's perspectives and ideas but I knew that in telling those stories, there's going to require a lot of vulnerability and a lot of heart, you know, Yeah. every time that I put one out, you know. <laughs> and how long have you been like in filmmaking? Or... I feel like I want to say eight years. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you know, the answer, the answer is like my whole life um, yeah. because, you know, as a child, my parents didn't really like me on technology or anything like that and you know i'm only i'm only 22 so i was like at the rise of the iphone and the mm. ipad and you know all the kids on the street were just like oh i'm gonna go like play on my ipad or my video games and not go outside today but my parents they would just kick us out of the house they'd be like all right have fun come back when the sun comes down you know <laughs> and so for me my form of entertainment was to take the family video camera mm. and we'd be out in the streets like recording these you know, quote unquote, YouTube videos <laughs> and be like, oh my gosh, like do this. This is going to be hilarious. And without knowing we were making projects and movies. Um, 
But when I started to pick up the camera again and seriously considering filmmaking, I'd say that was like freshman year of high school. Um, and that was when I made that first short film, When I Heard in Color. And, you know, I heard there's like a competition, so I threw it in there, not thinking anything of it. It was just something I made for YouTube, and I won. So um, it was one of those things that just kept the ball rolling for me. And yeah. I just was like, wow, I love this with a passion. You know, it's that all is, I want to do. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Thanks. I love, I love that that moment that you're like this little thing that you did as a child yeah. <laughs> and then there's that that like, really oh. important moment right yeah. yeah this is it yes absolutely oh. it's like you just you just know like I don't know that feeling of you know if I'm waking up every day and doing this every day like I'm just gonna be so happy like yeah it's just like that undeniable passion and drive to continue to make those stories and shifting hopefully culture and, mm -hmm. and the world you know yeah. i mean i hope one day maybe. you're gonna change the world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what challenges did you face while making um born this way and Ooh. how did you overcome them there's so many <laughs> <laughs> i know with any like you know there's uh of course uh you know the mental struggle because of how vulnerable and paralyzing a topic like this could be um because this isn't something like i share ever or like even with my family like i would try to explain but i've never really cut to the core of it and i never just like opened my heart in a way that was just so like exposed <laughs> you know um and honestly just being showing my deepest fears and insecurities to the world i think that was like a huge internal battle, an internal hurdle that I had to deal with. Um, but then not only there's that, but then once I put it out there, it's like the the judgment from the world, you know, um, <laughs> on something that is true to me and true to my perspective and story. Um, and then just to have it like demolished, you know, or like, you know, people put like comments or, or like I've had people like tell me like, oh, like, you know, that's kind of, you know, strange that you're touching on this or, or whatever. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I try not to let them uh, get to me. I think my biggest battle is like the internal, you know, um, but besides internal, besides the external, when it came to actually doing the project and the hands on work and putting it together, we had six weeks to do the project, wow. which was such a fast turnaround, you know, um, because we had a secure location and secure actors and then the actors had to rehearse and they had to practice and be ready. Um, we had to order food like there's a thousand things that have to be done, you know, uh, and six weeks was just like, oh, my gosh, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it was one of those things that. Um, I'm really grateful for because it allowed me the space to just like really zone everything out and just be so focused on one thing. Um, and I really love a challenge. Like I've always loved challenges. And so I was very excited to take the project on and go full speed ahead and just roll with the punches, you know, because that's that's all you can do. And honestly, I feel like I learned a lot in the process. And now that I've done it in six weeks I'm like wow what if I had like two months 
like imagine what I can do in a period of time like that. So yeah. um, I'm excited to see what's next, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's intensive though. Six Definitely. weeks to pull all that off. Yeah. And I'm sure you had, <laughs> had a lot of people like around you that you kind of had to like delegate these tasks to. Definitely. Yeah, there's a 50 person crew. Holy cow. Yeah, it was a lot of people. And that's you know, awesome. like I was mainly solely communicating with, you know, every person just like, okay, hair, makeup or wardrobe or, you know, uh, yeah. background cast or, you know, uh, like all the members of the crew, it's like everybody had something. But, you know, when you're, uh, everybody's going to come to you to ask <laughs> you the questions, right? If you're directing it. And so I was tr doing my best to delegate, delegate, delegate. But, you know, at the end of the day, most of the time people want to know what you have to say or what your opinion is because you wrote mm -hmm. the story. And so, yeah, that was definitely i was trying my best to text everyone back but it was like wow so many yeah. at one time i actually came home um i went to class uh because i was going to college and i came home and i had 58 text messages and i was just like oh my gosh like what am i gonna do you know yeah. <laughs> it was so it was it was insane, you know, but I'm yeah. just so grateful for the opportunity, you know, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like I've learned so much and yeah. I just can't wait to take on future projects, you know, that are going to be even bigger and better, yeah. you know. <laughs> That's so cool. That's like 50 people who like believed in your vision and your story Crazy. and wanted to help share it. That is so I'm so grateful. I'm sure empowering. It made you feel a little empowered. Yeah. And it was such a good team. Like, I yeah. felt like I had this dream team. It was weird. It felt like manifested in a sense. There was like these um, six core people that um, were in my uh, film class. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh man, if those six people were on my project, I just know it's going to be so good. And so I remember the like, Five minutes after I found out that like my project was funded and like we got the green light, I immediately wrote those people. And I was like, please, 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 please help me on this project. Like, I know you're going to crush it in this position, this position. And they sure enough did. And I'm oh. so grateful because LGBT, I know they have their own filmmaker. projects and lives. How do you and, navigate but they the took the time to like really help me tell the story. While appealing to a broader audience. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> literally, <laughs> I literally can't. I, uh, yeah, it's one of those things that um, I kind of had to figure that out like yeah. <laughs> the hard way. Because um, I'm like, oh, damn, like, I know there's people like who are like haters and stuff out there. But man, like, you just you can't appeal to everybody. And, uh, you know, nobody's gonna like fully agree or support you. And whatever you're doing. Um, but I think if you have good intentions and, um, you know, I'm, I don't have any, I don't know when I make things and I put things out there, I definitely never am putting them out there and bad intention. <laughs> I'm just always trying to put like love and mm -hmm. kindness at the forefront of, of anything that I'm putting my creative hand on, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to help, you know? Um, and some people don't like that <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. You know? Um, yeah. You know, it, you just, what can you do? Like, mm -hmm. I, I think, I think it's okay. Like, I, I think it's, it's one of those things I learned a while back. Like, you know, if somebody, if you tell somebody something or let's say like they watch a video and they see 
uh, whatever the message is, and maybe they don't agree with it, but they heard it, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. so I feel like even if they really hate what I had to say or mm -hmm. they didn't like it, um, that they still, they saw it, they processed it. They did form it, that opinion, but they still saw it and heard mm -hmm. it. And I think those things live with us. And so I'm hoping that even if, you know, it didn't impact somebody in the way that I intend, intended it to, um, that they'll still always remember it, you know? Yeah, I feel like that's a thing, like, especially like growing up in faith, that's a, a, a principle that was talked about. Yeah. The fact that you're planting seeds and that seed may not sprout. Right. Like years <laughs> might later. Die. <laughs> but it's there. Yeah. And you planted it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, It'll like live in the back of their head somewhere, yeah. you know, in the Maybe. like, little locked box <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll get a little water someday right <laughs> <laughs> exactly what feedback are reactions have you received from early screenings or previews of the film particularly regarding its impact on raising awareness and promoting change Ooh, a good one um honestly the feedback has been really positive mm. which has been amazing <laughs> because I definitely had one of those moments I was you know talking to my mom <laughs> and uh, I was talking to her and she's like well you know this is all great and stuff she's like but what if what if people just don't like it like what if this is like a fail you know like and I just told her I'm like oh my god why would you say that you know <laughs> and she was like no really like that could happen like that is possible and I was like I don't know mom like as long as I love it I, I hope that other people love it too you know um and you know that's something that stuck with me because I'm like wow what if people really just they just don't get it you know because I know um a lot of the scenes and stuff it's very it's not very literal it's very like um you kind of have to process it and if you relate you'll kind of understand like what the characters are actually dealing with in the, the particular moments um and so i was nervous especially people who maybe aren't lgbtq they'll watch it and they'll be like what is this like are you just trying to um bash religion which was mm -hmm. not what i wanted to do you know <laughs> i'm like this film is not about bashing religion and it's not anti-christian or you know whatever religion like it's not that at all mm -hmm. and i just really wanted to make sure that <laughs> people knew that i wasn't trying to do that um and i'm really glad because uh the first time i screened it um it was at the carpenter center it, it, at Cal State Long Beach, which was insane. Um, the audience was huge. I don't even wow. know how many people. Like, I want to say, like, 700? Period. It was so many people. <laughs> but the scary thing was they're like, okay, once your film screens, you know, go stand by your poster after and people can talk to you. And so I stood by my poster and I was so nervous because I, I had never shown anybody, not even my parents. Like, the only people who had seen it was me, the editor, and the other editor and that was like it like oh and the dp but like the rest of the team like everybody else like nobody had seen it you know um and this was seven months after we shot it so i was just so nervous you know of course um but once people started coming up i just felt so embraced by such loving words such kind words and 
people who told me they're sorry that, you know, I went through the things that I did. Um, but there is one that stood out to me and it was a pastor that came up to me and they're like, I'm a pastor at blah, blah, blah. And I thought to myself, oh no, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And they're like, I love what you said. And I just felt so happy um, because even somebody who is such like a, like a high part of the religious community or a religious figure, um, even they felt like they were able to take away from the, the project. And I feel really grateful for that because that was one of those things that I, I feared, um, especially as I still am Christian mm -hmm. and I'm still going to church that I was scared that pastors would feel attacked or threatened or like I was, my message was hateful or, or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, but I'm really glad that it did translate to them and that they, they understood the message. And it honestly was really great because they told me they, they like plan to do things a little differently now. Mm. And that's really cool. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. You know, wow. can you discuss any collaborations or partnerships that were formed during the production process to enhance the film's message and reach a wider audience? How do you envision this film inspiring people to take action and make a positive difference in our community? I hope that if, you know, somebody watches this film, um, number one, that it starts with them and that they feel that the project made them feel seen and heard. Um, because I think I've talked to a lot of LGBTQ people who have gone through something similar, whether it's through like a religious space or um, a workspace, um, places where they just didn't feel safe and they don't feel super comfortable to share that with others. Um, so I, I hope that by seeing a story like that, it can kind of help them process what they were dealing with. I know for myself, it helped me process the things that I had to deal with. Um, and so I, I really hope it first starts there, like with the internal. Um, and then besides that, in general, um, whether somebody's LGBTQ, an ally, whoever, that it maybe inspires them to um, start the conversation, uh, I feel, with those people. And mainly just focusing on creating safer spaces for LGBTQ people and safer spaces for people in general whose voices might be uh, like diminished in our society. I think that would be great. Um, and a little cherry on top, if people see it, uh, is to hang rainbows places. Um, because one big thing uh, that I've made prominent in the film is rainbows. <laughs> because I feel like, um, especially with youth and teens and kids, uh, they, when they see rainbows and if they do identify as LGBTQ or maybe they're questioning or trying to figure it out, I think by seeing rainbows, I feel like it makes them feel safer. Um, I've worked with a lot of kids and anytime I've worn rainbows or thrown a rainbow flag up somewhere or even just had a rainbow bracelet, like something really small and simple, uh, 
kids will feel so much safer and they'll feel more comfortable to be open about uh, conversations that deal with their sexuality or maybe they're going through something at home um, where maybe their family doesn't accept them. Uh, and I think it's really special because by just doing something as small as putting a little rainbow somewhere, you know, I think people are able to, to open up, you know, it's pretty crazy. I think how something as small as that could just make a difference in someone's yeah. life. Yeah. And you mentioned, especially in like a church scene, yeah. when every, <laughs> I know from, from experience, whenever I saw a rainbow, I'm like, okay, shit. Right. Like, I'm wow. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm safe here, and it's like this yeah. over, this wave of relief. And Absolutely. You were talking about how you were at a camp, right? And yeah. uh, do you want to share a little bit about that? Sure, sure. Yeah. So I was a camp coordinator at a summer camp. <laughs> um, I did that two years in a row, and the first year that I went there, um, I was terrified. Well, of course, like going into it, I wasn't terrified. I just thought, oh my god, it's going to be so fun. There's going to be kids. I love working with kids. I think it's so, so much fun because I have like the inner child spirit, you know? And so um, I I love to do that and lead games and activities. So I was excited going into it. And then as soon as I got there, I had this realization, oh, I'm going to be working with like 20 plus, you know, staff members who identify that as Christian. And uh, once I started to think that through... <laughs> and realized they don't know anything about me is when I started freaking out because I thought, oh, I'm going to have to tell them I'm gay. Because at the time, I was I had a girlfriend. And um, well, on my Instagram, which is something that a lot of people exchange, <laughs> I'm very open on there. <laughs> and so I was just like, holy crap, like, what am I going to do, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm telling you, like, I... The first week that I was there, I was so freaked out, like really, really just going through this battle that I, it's so hard to describe, like paralyzing is the best way to say it because I just didn't know how to tell anybody because I was thinking to myself, I'm kind of stuck here, you know, like I knew that I had 10 weeks of camp. And if one person or more than one person was like, oh, you're gay, that's like not cool. <laughs> I knew that I was going to be in some big trouble, you yeah. know. So I was definitely freaked out. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, thankfully, I kind of I talked to my mom. I talked to some of the higher staff and um, one of them ended up actually coming out to me. And I feel really grateful for that moment because it made me realize that I wasn't alone in the struggle and I wasn't alone in that internal battle, you know? Um, so I'm just so grateful for their vulnerability um, because from that moment on, I started coming out to people little by little and uh, eventually everyone knew, you know, um, share my Instagram enough. People are like, oh, you're gay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? Um, so the next year I came back and it was just a year of growth for me. Um, in my internal battle with like the internalized homophobia and all of that stuff. Um, it was just one of those years where I had taken a LGBTQ Christian religious studies class. Mm. And I'm like, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. You know, um, it's just amazing. Like I feel so grateful because I felt like I built up this courage in my sexuality and expression. And then also 
I've kind of found my way with religion um, as well, you know, in this like, and put it in this like positive light instead of where before it used to be kind of this like negative like space for me, you know. Um, but yeah, I went back to camp the second year and I brought all my rainbow gear. Yeah. Um, I brought like my rainbow flag and I hung it on my door so all the campers could see. Um, I even hung a rainbow flag in like uh, the religious space where we do like worship and music mm -hmm. and stuff because I wanted everyone to see um, that it was a safe space. And then of course I wore my rainbow gear, rainbow pins, rainbow necklace, bracelet, anything I had that had a rainbow on it. I pretty much would wear it all the time. Um, and kids surprisingly actually started coming out to me, um, which I was really surprised about but honestly they caught on so fast <laughs> they're like oh you're gay <laughs> and i was like oh how'd you know <laughs> and i'm like is it that obvious you know like they're like yes yes it is you know i'm like okay great you know um but i'm just really grateful because i think a lot of those kids uh they they have parents that maybe don't um you know with being christian and being raised christian they might have not grown up in the most supportive of backgrounds and are still facing that. So it was really great because I was able to have a lot of really deep conversations with these kids who are like 12 to like 18 years old, you know? Yeah. And it was really great because I think by having just, you know, those conversations that lasted, you know, like five minutes to potentially like a whole hour, but like, you know, short conversations, I think that really change their life, you know? And I I think that they're gonna be able to just like hang on and hang on to believing that they can be true to themselves, you know? It just is gonna take maybe some time if they're, you know, not in a supportive background, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, cause like, I know, I feel like we both can relate on this. Yeah. The, the internal work it takes to balance being gay and right your faith it yeah. it's immense because the people it's the negativity that speaks loudest sadly than the nice things yeah <laughs> um and so so many of us we hear oh you're gonna go to hell if you're gay yeah you're gonna burn for eternity and yeah. it's gonna suck for you right and i'm like i know um i don't want that yeah and that's just so loud then yeah. oh my gosh treat people with kindness yeah. <laughs> like hearing that versus that it's like even if you hear like treat people with kindness like a lot and then hear that, you know, <laughs> once or twice, it's like, I don't know, it just seems to just mm -hmm. outweigh <laughs> so heavy, you know? Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I'd say after the film happened, I started posting a lot on TikTok because mm -hmm. I thought that maybe it would be able to reach like a wider audience mm -hmm. that way. Um, and in doing that, I was really surprised because there was a lot of, uh, just companies and people um, in general who were reaching out to me saying like, thank you for doing what you're doing, um, which was really, really nice, you know, uh, because, you know, like, like I said, like sometimes you think, oh, you might just be alone in the struggle or, or whatever. And um, it's really sweet because there's so many people who just had the most immense compassion and, and have told me about their own struggles with sexuality and, um, you know, gender identity and all these different battles that they're facing um, just because of uh, being myself and being vulnerable about some of these topics, um, which was really great. And there's one in particular that definitely stands out to me. 
there is this public speaking event that I was asked to speak at. <laughs> and it was called uh, Adele, A World Without Borders. And they wanted me to talk about how to make church a safer space for LGBTQ people and then just people in general. And I remember that collaboration was really hard for me because I had to um, really dig deep into those things that I've worked so hard to forget. You know, sometimes when you go through something that's just that hard, you really try to push it away and be like, oh, that didn't happen. I, I guess it happened, but maybe it didn't really happen, you know? Um, and so by doing that collaboration, I actually, you know, had to really go to a place that was just so vulnerable and so I had to be just extremely authentic. Um, and that was really a struggle, but I feel like it made me such a stronger person mm. from that. And I had to speak 20 minutes, which Ooh. was, you know, I was like, wow, that's a long time. And then I got interviewed for 40. <laughs> so, you know, wow. just live. So um, I was really scared because I didn't know, you know, what if people are going to ask me like these questions that are maybe really negative or questions that I don't know the answers to, you know? And my mom, um, I'm really grateful for her because I just told her, I'm like, I'm freaking out, you know? And I was like, what am I gonna do? I'm just a kid. That's what I kept telling her, I'm just a kid, I'm only 22. Um, and she just told me, she's like, you know, like you just gotta speak from your heart. And she's like, nobody's gonna say that your opinion is wrong, <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> yeah. because that's your personal experience, you know? So in your opinion, what role does film play in promoting inclusivity and acceptance in the LGBTQ plus community? I feel like I want to say normalizing mm -hmm. LGBTQ people. It's it's one of those things that like in doing this film, I've kind of figured out like what the overall message was because I think it's one of those things that I just wrote my story out on a paper. Mm -hmm. And I actually was asked this question the other day where it was like, if you could tell me the theme of your whole entire life, what would it be? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to say? You know, and I remember I just sat there and I was like, oh, God, I have no idea what to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think uh, it's one of those things that like by making this film, I feel that I'm trying to help normalize uh, that LGBTQ people are just humans. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just people as well. And they want the same rights as any other person you know we shouldn't have to be treated any different than you know a straight person um and i don't know it's just crazy to me that that our rights are being questioned mm -hmm. and like our access to things that everybody else is, has access to is being like questioned as well you know and if not questioned but like completely just like demolished um so that's the thing I, I think with telling stories like this and the more that we tell stories with these perspectives, it'll just help humanize and normalize LGBTQ people and just the fact that we're all just humans, you know, yeah. we're all just people on this planet. We're all just trying to have a great life and, you know, do what we want to be yeah. passionate about and 
yeah that's it you know before, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no it's crazy it's like i feel like it's a constant wave because i remember when gay marriage was first legalized when it was in question because obama was in office yeah. and i'm like i'm low-key hopefully make it illegal because i can't be gay i'm gonna go to hell mm. and they made it legal i'm like okay so that's cool um <laughs> then i eventually did my inner work and grew up i'm like no it's okay i can this is cool yeah um but then a few years later again it's been questioned and then again it's been questioned so it's really yeah. been like a constant wave of like ups and downs like right is it gonna get illegalized like what's happening right yeah it's like the the crisis i i don't it's like we're like in this like crisis right <laughs> now you know and i'm just like how is this possible in yeah. 2023 you know um with all these like different acts and bands and i'm just yeah. like oh you know and even like right in my hometown too just like well, there's a pride tower that uh was made and, and someone burned it down um to the wow. ground like it was just the worst yeah. thing you know um and then uh also in oh huntington um they said that they're not gonna allow any pride flags hung in their government buildings because it's too, like literally the quote was too distracting. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? You know, <laughs> like I just, I don't know. There's just things like that, that I'm just like, man, we're just people. We're just trying to love who we want to love. And uh, yeah, and it's such like, a bummer. That you is know? a bummer, especially like in Huntington Beach. Like this is like in like, the greater Los Angeles area, you yeah. know, and it's known for being so progressive and right. liberal and the fact that right. this hate still stands in the surrounding areas and even in Los Angeles, yeah. it makes me really, my heart goes out to maybe the youth in, in I don't know, area. Texas, or I know. those places, right. Florida, Yeah, I know. that, you know, that hate is so profound in those areas. And I can't imagine, honestly. Yeah, I... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I feel like people like you, especially with the film, like, like if anything is accessible to anybody, it's film. Yeah. Because like you can get find it on YouTube, you can find it Netflix totally. anywhere, and this it's really that like glimmer of hope for somebody who doesn't have a pride parade next to them or doesn't have yeah. a supporting community. They have maybe your movie, your film, Born This Way, that right. they can look up to. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know when I was a kid, I, I don't even know how, like, on YouTube, I'm sure, like, I must have Googled enough things that led me to, like, LGBTQ short films. And I remember seeing that, and I'm like, oh, that's, I want to, like, be like that when I'm yeah. older. Or, you know, I'm just like, I see myself in these characters, you mm. know. And I hope that uh, once it is released, you know, to the whole world, that, uh, people can see themselves in the characters and um, that those experiences might be shared, you know. I feel like whether you're LGBTQ or not LGBTQ, I think I really hope that um, that people continue to take uh, kindness with them everywhere they go and that um, they kind of keep it at the forefront of everything they do. Um, I think it's hard because the world we live in right now is so, um, I don't know, it's like a roller coaster, you know what I mean? With yeah. COVID <laughs> and um, all the laws and I mean, yeah. it's just, I think everybody in one way or another is kind of freaking out. Mm -hmm. And I think we just all need to be 
there for each other and that we all just need to support each other and stop tearing each other down, yeah. you know, and just start lifting each other up. Um, Cause I think we're all kind of lost and we're all kind of scared mm -hmm. in this life that we're living. And so I think it's important that, that we meet people where they're at, mm -hmm. you know, and just be there for them. Yeah. 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 I feel this is like an adult, um, it, this was an idea, not an idea, a realization <laughs> that came to me as an adult, like in my 20s recently. Yeah. Um, after going through so much religious trauma um, and being so scared of the church, and I'm still in my process of like coming back around to her and stuff. <laughs> but I remember I was sitting, um, you know, researching. Just I love to research and read about all religions, see how they're all connected. Yeah. And I realized, like, oh my gosh, I was watching this thing about Jesus and who Jesus actually was. Right. I'm like, holy shit, like God is love. Yeah. We are love, not just love, but unconditional love. Yeah. Not, and if we are made in his image or their image, right. then we too are unconditional love. Mm -hmm. So really what we are here to do is spread love without condition. Absolutely. And that really had such an impact on me. I'm like, all this hate from these religious organized groups. I'm like, that's yeah. not God. It God isn't. Yeah. will never. Right. And that brought me a lot of peace knowing that God is pure, unconditional love. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. love that. That's I. That's exactly how I feel. And I think that's a, a big reason besides just having hope um, from religion. I feel like I also feel that unconditional love. And I think that's why I love it so much. Um, because when you do find the right space or, you know, um, for you, whether it's outside of church or if it's in church or however, you know, um, you find your footing but um for me when when i am in church i feel that that unconditional love mm. and um the acceptance you know yeah. and i'm just so grateful for that yeah, especially <laughs> if you're feeling that in your church yeah definitely. definitely so what are the plans for the next year for the film the next year i know so we have our one year film festival yeah. run which is really exciting yeah. um i uh, unfortunately, I've been in the hospital for, <laughs> for like a week. Um, so right when we finished our uh, film screening, my plan was, okay, I'm going to hit the ground running. I'm going to start applying to all the festivals. And uh, I am still planning on doing that. But I just, this, as soon as the fest, uh, the premiere ended, it was like I was in the hospital. And now here I am, right? You know. <laughs> so, so now my plan is definitely let's get the yeah. ball rolling. Um, I plan to try to enter it into, you know, as many festivals as I can with the budget we have. Um, we, you know, are just, I don't know, like, well, I was a student at, at Cal State Long Beach, um, just graduated this past semester. Um, and so, you know, I don't have like all the riches in the world or <laughs> whatever to be spending on it. Um, but I'm really grateful because uh, through the premiere, we had like so many people uh, like donate, mm -hmm. and I'm grateful because uh, we'll be able to have some room to like apply to a wide variety of festivals. When before it was like very like small few, um, so I'm excited about that and that endeavor, and also to maybe travel to those different film festivals because mm -hmm. I love traveling. Yeah. So I would love to to get to go to all of them and be there and and see how those 
this film will will impact people you know um mm -hmm. but outside of this project for my personal life i want to move to la you know yeah. um, that's the goal i know i'm like manifesting it i know now i'm being recorded so i'm just like i'm trying to manifest you like know it's gonna happen i know that's the goal i want to move to burbank that's where mm. the tv studios are at and my goal and my dream is to work at a television studio and i'm really open to anything but i just think anytime i've got to sit like in the audience of the tv studio instead of watching uh what's going on like you know in front of the camera and stuff i'm always looking at the people behind the camera and i see everybody like running around like hair and makeup doing touch-ups and stuff and i'm just like i want to be like there you yeah. know and i want to be a part of the creative process that happens behind the scenes to make that look good in front of the scenes you know yeah um but i hope you know in in this process of you know getting my footing that I'll be able to help uh, collaborate on more LGBTQ projects and especially looking long term down the line, you know, that even my input on those creative projects um, will be, you know, hopefully from an LGBTQ perspective mm -hmm. and, um, you know, be able, being able to make an impact in that way. Yeah, yeah I would I'd love to. And then one more thing is to make Born This Way either a television series or a film, like a feature-length film. It's in the works, but I'm trying to write the script right now. That'd be and awesome. then I'll have to find funding. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like it's like that cycle, right? It's like yeah. never ending. So um, but I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to it. This short film has got great traction and um, I'm hoping we can go far with it because I really believe in it and I think this is a story that a lot of people need to hear and where so will the short film be released in the year yes okay yeah um Perfect. i'm not sure exactly how just yet because you know my heart is like i just want to throw it on youtube yeah. <laughs> and i want everyone to see it you know yeah. um but i also know that uh we might try to partner with somebody and have them distribute it um but i don't know it's it's the first time i've ever done this yeah so i'm trying to figure that whole process out, you know, um, for the first time. And uh, who knows if it'll be the right decision mm -hmm. or not, but I'm gonna figure it out, right? Yeah. You know, and it's exciting uh, to, to, you know, go through the process. So yeah, but we'll see. I, you know, would love to put it on YouTube, but I, I think we might be trying to partner mm -hmm. with somebody, uh, which might be even cooler, you know? Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. And so how can others like support you in this film or keep track yeah. of like what's happening with the film? Yeah, um, honestly, by the best way to support the film is if you could go check out our film page. It's uh, Born This Way, the film. Um, I guess the easiest way to go to it is through my account. It's Tatiana underscore films um, on Instagram, on TikTok. Yeah, it's pretty much all the same on YouTube, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, if you go check it out, it's we always have like different updates and stuff on there or we're trying to, you know, keep the page pages momentum as much as we can, but um you know, we we would appreciate people just, you know, liking our stuff, uh sharing love and support in the comments because um I noticed that a lot of people have uh found almost like a community just even by having our page up like people are like messaging each other and there's like a group chat that formed and I'm like, this oh. is so cool. And like, um, 
some GSAs that are like, we've been keeping track of your project. And I'm like, wow, this is so like awesome. People are like building communities around the project. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's awesome. Um, but yeah, I'd say just like by, by following our page and mm -hmm. supporting us that way and whatever events we're doing, you know, go check them out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you so much for coming out here today. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. I love talking to yeah. you too. Thank you for what you're doing. You are a light and you're killing it out there. Aw, thank you so much. Okay. <laughs>